Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sands Pants Radio. Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of Zombie Plagued Chop. Preparing Miss Lynn. Awaken Napaka. Napaka. Does that name familiar? Do I recognise it? To you? Yes, it absolutely... It's, it's the name of the Queen. Essentially, the Eye of Zoltec pins the soul in place to the eye itself, and then the soul is at the mercy of whoever is wielding it. Her hair moves like a summer breeze. As she stands up, both of you feel the warmth of a summer's day wash over you. She looks like an elf, but she is not. You see that Flask of Wine's injuries slowly knit themselves back together, and when he stands up completely, you see she lets go of him, and he stands steady for the first time in days. Why would I do anything to hurt you? Do you think I care about your lives? I don't think you should. I would describe it as a passing interest, like someone might take a hobby and refuses to let your mind become an empty, hollow, infinite universe. Holy shit. Oh my god. Hey, how you going? Lucanu steps over, grabs it, and yanks with all her strength. Oh, fuck. She breaks it not only up, but out. She breaks the lever out of the mechanism. We have a backup. If all else fails, go to three. We you're know not, what's in three. You're not half bad at this stuff. Thank you. Having formed a plan for progressing through the cogs, you've got almost an immediate surprise upon you. When you return back to that middle cog, you... Oh, who's in the lead? Me. Yeah, brave. I'm right behind you. Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany you can hear something moving in the cog ahead of you. Something shifting in the plants. Oh, we already released something potentially by moving yep. the cogs. Oh, What do you right. want to do? So it was ever in that top, possibly already out already. Um, I'm going to prepare a spell. What's up? We let something out. Get ready to fight. Hey, Lakanu. Yeah, Yes? You might get to kill something. Good, she says. You enter the room? I love this woman. I love your wife. <laughs> <laughs> These three mounds that are oh, shambling. You- Fuck. Out, uh, make their way out of the vegetation towards you. Lucanu moves before either of you can with lightning speed. God, she's cool. I love this fucking woman. She hefts a great axe before her head and screaming, she slices a massive vine off one of them. It hits the ground with a wet thock. Tiffany, it's your turn. 
One of them is currently in melee with Lucanu. The other two are menacing you, but have not reached you yet. Am I able to cast Agonizar Scorcher through the two that are not engaged with combat? No, unfortunately, you could only hit one of them. Okay, well, no, let's go one. I'm going to go Agonizar Scorcher on the one closest to me. It makes a dexterity saving throw, which I believe it will pass, actually. Oh, no, no, wow, no, it fails. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was about fails. to say, there is no way a shambling mound of ma- vegetable matter, a big vine boy, is dexterous. It's not a nimble motherfucker. You see that the flames lick at the creature, but don't seem to really be doing much damage. I hate that. You deal five points of damage. Adam, oh. Adam it's the rule of wow. Pokemon. 11 points of quotation marks damage. Oh. Adam, it's the rules of Pokemon. Fire beats grass. I tried my best yeah, to follow the rules. Yeah, fire against Sudowoodo. Oh, fuck. No, he's right. Can't believe I just got out Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that hurt me. I'd used my Pokemon oh. knowledge and... Uh, do you know what? Sudowoodo got me the exact same way. I think Sudowoodo got everyone the exact same way. Yeah. Artist plugs one of them with an arrow. The arrow passes kind of through the creature, tearing through vines and creating like a small puncture wound in the creature. But the creature just kind of keeps moving. It doesn't seem to care too much. Then it is Biff's turn. Biff Longsteel charges in and he fights right beside Lucano. Damn it, stop my move. Fuck. He hefts a morning star before him, bringing it down once and twice on the creature. He, unfortunately, I don't think scores a single hit. Ha, suck shit, Biff. The creature's thick, viney Wait. hide. That doesn't help us. Yeah, but, you know, he annoys me because I wanted to fight next to my wife. The creature's thick, viney hide does not hurt, uh, protects it from Biff's blows. Oh, thick. Pop, it's your turn. What I would like to do is yeah. Zephyr Strike. Oh. Plus, what's this? This is a new move for you, Shigambi. Plus, me just being a bowler, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking go after that 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 big pile of veggies that's fighting with Lakanu and um, Biff. You cast Zephyr Strike and then charge in with uh, with Holy Avenger. You are granted a extra attack this round. And uh, mate, I get an, an extra attack every oh, turn. Oh yes, that's of right. My Sorry, you're right. Good friend Tiger. You get four attacks. First attack is a hit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, hit. Second attack, hit. Third attack, hit. Fourth attack, hit. You hit four times. Yes. Holy Avenger. You bring Holy Avenger down again and again and again and again on the creature. You deal an extra D8 because of Zephyr Strike. That's a lot of dice, Cass. That's a lot of dice. That's a lot of dice. Why didn't I do this more often? Good question. Tom. Why do I try to negotiate when that is literally my worst skill? Tom, these aren't questions that can be answered by anyone aside from you. You're right. You deal 33 points of damage after with... No, wait, sorry. Uh, I missed out on your extra 32 points of damage. So you deal 33 plus 32. You deal... uh, What's that? 65 points of damage. Ah. Cass. I don't think diplomacy is for me. I don't think it is at all because usually when you try and use diplomacy, you start the fight. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, I guess you could say that diplomacy is my oh witch bolt. The rest of the party is impressed, including his wife. Including his wife. Yes. Is Artis impressed? Artis is impressed. Yeah. Good. You, you deal some really solid fucking blows. Are they impressed at the start and then think, wait, <laughs> why doesn't he? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You mossy fuck. 
I'm not going to lose a fight to fucking algae. Two bolts of arcane energy streak past both of you, striking the... Everyone's kind of started focusing on one of the creatures that Pop, Lucanu, and Biff are fighting. Biff isn't fighting it. The two arcane bolts strike exploding deep within the creature. You can see that they were fired by uh, Tlad the Drow. He deals 18, 28 points of damage. It is not dead yet, Cass. I have liked other things better than this news, certainly. And there are two more. Well, I'm going to bring out my um, green flame light in a little bit. Oh, type. The Starfallen starts singing. She steps forward, opens her mouth, and as she sings, you hear like a beautiful echoing return almost, like a second person is singing back to her. Before you realize what's happening, you can see that she has a little lute in her hands that she gently strums as she sings her song. All three of the creatures lower their arms, turn to look at her, and stop fighting. It's their turn. They do nothing. I love her. Oh, my fucking God. I love her. It's Lucano's turn. She lowers her weapon, looks at the Starfallen, and does nothing immediately. Tiffany? Should I attack? Who did you say that to? Starfallen. She shakes her head as she sings. I start sneaking toward the back exit where that new one has opened, where the new door has opened up. Artisimber looks impressed at the Starfallen and then follows Tiffany. Biff lowers his weapon as well. He actually doesn't spend any of this turn moving because he is too. He spends all of his turn. It's not like he doesn't intend to move. He just quickly, like like it's an impulse within him, turns around, gets on one knee with his sword before him, and salutes the Starfallen. That's his turn. Pop- I my turn. I look at Tiffany. I look at Biff Longsteel. I look back at Tiffany and just make a wanker gesture <laughs> over his head. Get a good boy card. That's very funny. Hearing the best thing you've ever heard in your entire life and you're like, oh, enjoying this wouldn't be cool. Talad rolls. Hey, no, no, no. I like the singing. What do you do? I don't like the bowing. I follow Tiffany and others. Talad rolls his eyes and follows. The Starfallen gestures with a hand and the three creatures slink back into the into the moss where they came from. You move on to the next room. Is Flask with this as well? Oh, fuck. I forgot about Flask. Because <laughs> he kept... Yeah, he... Sorry, I forgot to add him into the initiative. Oh, but because he, did. he used to be so fucked it wasn't... Yeah. It was pointless. Just assume he maybe missed with his bow or whatever. But he's... Yeah, he's up and running about. Oh, he hasn't He hasn't been in the game for a while. Give him Give him a... He's you know. rusty. Yeah. All right. You move on to room 60. The dreaded cog of blood. <laughs> Five teak wardrobes stand against the ironclad walls of this chamber, each with a door bearing a carved image or scene. Puddles of grey slime cover parts of the floor. The room has two exits, including an adamantine portcullis blocking a passage to the north. Set into a metal plate above the portcullis is a row of five red crystals shaped like drops of blood. Hmm. So the features of this room are that exit to the southeast, the portcullis blocking the north way, five wardrobes against the walls of the room, and each door bears a carved image that you can go up and inspect. I'm going to blast away the slime. All right, you get rid of the slime. And then... We suss the doors. We'll suss the doors. Which wardrobe would you like to... Oh, well, you don't have to inspect a wardrobe, I suppose, but what would you like to do? I'm going to go to the south. 
You, yeah, it's you open, just, right? You can just leave the room. Yes. As I'll just investigate the open part. It's very well, point. then I'm going to follow you, aren't I? I don't really have a choice in my I'm heart. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see what's down the open door before we worry about all these fucking cupboards. You know, Genuinely threw me for a loop. I thought you'd just... So thus far, your plan has just been to enter a room, bash your head against the problem until you've, you know, it's solved, and then keep moving. But Adam, I'm one treasure away. You are one treasure away. And I figure oh, no. it'll be somewhere. Okay, if you start going toward the south, I will follow you, and I'm just going to clock back at the room. It, do the, do the are antique wardrobes identical? Is there anything? Well, they've all got images embossed upon them. You can stop to investigate or you can follow Pop. Those are your options. Is anyone following me? If Tiffany hesitates, then the party does split up, yes. Because I'm going to say Artisemberer and Flask of Wine are going to dawdle behind staying near Tiffany. But while that happens, the Starfallen, Biflongsteel, Lucanu, Tlad the Drow, and uh, Mumbles, theoretically, are following you. No, we're already split up. We need to stay with the Starfallen so we can talk to Valindra. I'm going to go with Pop. It's not so much splitting up as well. This is more just anyway. Do you know what I love, Adam? Yeah. Is in that moment, the people who were not going to follow me into a room were people who have been with me for a long time. They've been with me the same amount. Yep. Think about it, though. Were they hesitant to follow Pop or concerned for Tiffany's safety? Both hey. insulting. Yes. <laughs> A life-sized golden statue of a mastodon stands atop a one-foot-high stone cog at the centre of this room. Jeweled tusks sweep from its jowls, and its trunk is raised in a roar. Inscriptions coil around the statue's body, and murals on the walls show a Chaltian warrior riding a living mastodon through a series of hellish landscapes. In each scene, a different breed of devil assails them. And Pop, you know what? I'm not even going to roll. You just know. <laughs> <laughs> the murals on the walls tell the story of Chagakari. Would you like the spelling? No, I, I, I would just say it phonetically. Chagakari, a Cheltian warrior who stole his king's prized steed, a mastodon named Gorm. <laughs> As punishment, the king's Gorm. sorcerers banished Chagakari and Gorm. Chagakari. Chugakari. Chugakari. Ah, oh, you're right. Yeah. Chugakari. Chugakari. And Gorm to the Nine Hells, but the two fought their way back home. On his return, Chugakari chopped off the king's head and turned his skull into a jeweled chalice. Any character? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. You um, you barely. Well, you know the murals are the story of Chugakari. Yeah. You pr- almost immediately recognize it. And you would assume that this is potentially a statue dedicated to Gorm? Does um, the fact that um, Chugakari made off with, uh, with the Who's king's your- mastodon Gorm, uh, does that indicate that the king was Gormless? <laughs> well, technically and literally he uh. was, yes. Who, what, what spirits are in your heads right now? Uh, I've got Shigambi. Kubazan. Kubazan has nothing of notes to say about this room, just the same ch- inane chatter in the back of your head. Shigambi, however, or oh, actually. Oh, no. Pop. Yes. Do you tell anyone else about the story of Chikikari? When we walk in? 
Yeah. So what you're saying is, do I walk into a room immediately recognize an archaeological piece of information? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You recognize it. Do you say anything about it? Does no one else recognize it? Mm-hmm. No, I, I'd be like, I'd tell Tiffany. Okay. Well, if you point it out to Tiffany, Shigambi, who is also listening in the back of your mind, concludes that the, the hole is constructed to present similar challenges. This is some sort of test. You notice that the Mastodon... Uh, it, it's weird that this might be a temple devoted to uh, the, the, mast- yeah, yeah. the Mastodon, not the man. Yeah. So you conclude that it is odd that Gorm has no rider. Hmm. What? Right, so as I explained in great detail uh, about the story of Chicago, Chugakari. 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 Yes, and um, thank you for that. No worries. Do you not think it's unusual that a you would build a relic or a tomb for a steed without a rider. What? Oh, Shigami no. seems to think there might be some test involved here. <sighs> also, Skull Chalice, the final artifact if you, in the collection. If, you, if anyone is inspecting the Mastodon, let me know. Oh. There isn't a way to stop you from doing this, is there? Uh, I mean, yes. I. So there's a circumstance in which you don't want the Chalice? Um, I guess. Do you... Not want me to have the chalice. That's not fair. Of course I want you to have what you want. All right, in that case, there's nothing stopping me from taking this chalice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing, Pop? Uh, I'd like to investigate the... Um, Golden Mastodon? No, the drawings oh, the, of the, the reliefs on the wall. All right, so you see there are five murals in total. Each of them show Chigari kind of like moving through scenes from the Nine Hells. In the first mural... Oh, uh, do you go clockwise or counterclockwise? It's from the left as I walk into the room. Like I'm reading a book. Clockwise. Yep. In the first mural, you identify four spined devils. They're mm, kind of a relatively weak devil, as far as devils go at least. They're like a flying-type creature. They rely mostly on hit-and-run-type tactics. In the next one, uh, there's three strange-looking bearded... Oh, Tiffany, what are you doing as well? I mean, I'll follow and have a look at everything. No, maybe I'll inspect... No, I'll, I'll inspect the Mastodon without touching it. All right, I'll get to you in a tick then. In the second mural, Pop... You uh, see three strange, presumably, types of devils. Three strange creatures with weird-looking beards, but you don't know what they are. Hmm. In the third one, you recognize two barbed devils. These creatures are significantly more challenging, shall we say, than a spined devil. They're, well, incredibly barbed creatures, as the name might imply. It is difficult to touch them physically, like the part of their defense, like a porcupine, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but they can also magically conjure and throw fire. Okay. What if porc- What if an echidna was also the devil? What if Sonic the Hedgehog was a Satan? he got to go fast. Something oh. like that. They're not that quick. Got to go fast on the highway to hell. <laughs> uh, there are two of the third... Uh, fourth, sorry, type of creature. Once again, you're not really sure what it is. It's some sort of devil, presumably. It It's big and it looks tough. And then in the final one, you see, uh, you know it's called an Aaron Yes. An Aaron Yes is like a, 
It's a very powerful devil, but you're not sure how strong. You just know that they're tough. It's wearing armor, and you see it carries a sword and a and a, a whip. Okay. Okay. Tiffany, inspecting the golden mastodon, you see, first off, that it sits, like I said before, it sits on a giant cog, and you deduce that it is meant to turn. That uh, checks. Which, which panel is it facing at the moment? It's just facing the door, so ah. it's not facing any of the panels. Okay. You see that there is an inscription on the statue written in presumably Old Olman, but you're not, you, you don't know. Can anyone read this? And if you don't touch the, the Golden Mastodon, you, you see nothing else. You can only get so close. Yeah. Um, Surely Lucano oh, yeah, and or Mumbles can speak that language. <laughs> Mumbles, you have no idea what language he speaks, really. He's just saying random things. He speaks Lu- Mumbles. <laughs> Lucano ne- kneels down and translates for you. Let your bones watch over my treasure, brave Gorn, as you have carried me into the inferno. So shall I rise from death to defend my riches. I, yeah, maybe this isn't a trial so much as a trap. Lucanu, who has not been told explicitly not to touch anything and who just isn't as careful as either of you, which is saying something, climbs up onto the golden mastodon. Well. Oh. Uh, if you, if it moves, point it at the uh, the first panel. She sits in its saddle and looks at the back of its head. You see that she has a like a quizzical expression, What's like up? she's thinking hard. What's up there? Uh, there is a slot of some sort, yeah, to put something in. She reaches into a pack and produces that star-like lever that she tore off the control <laughs> panel earlier. She looks at that and then looks at the back of the Mastodon's head. You notice, both of you, that they are the same color, gold. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. She jams it into a a slot that neither of you can see in the back of the Mastodon's head, and a thunderous trumpeting sound erupts from the Mastodon's trunk. All of you die. I'm kidding. Causing a block of stone to seal off the room. The cog under the mastodon's feet then begins to revolve, letting the statue face each of the murals in turn. It slowly begins moving. It doesn't stop. Like a clock. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, highs or lows? Highs. Oh, highs. All right. So, our December, not in the room. (laughs) You know what? Don't care. I'm off Somehow, Lucanu, not in the room. (laughs) No, um... Flask of wine is in the room. Biff is in the room. Plaid is not in the room, and neither is the star fallen. Oh they'd, shit! They'd peeled off for a separate conversation. You you just realize as it closes down behind you, both of them look around with shock on their faces. So it is just you, you two, flask of wine, Biff, long steel. That's it. And Lucanu. Oh, and Lucanu. Yes. Oh, where's Mumbles? Mumbles. Hmm. Mumbles is on your side. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's go to initiative, shall we? Oh, I suppose we shall, shan't Ooh. we? Flask of wine is first. The room is just sealed and nothing has actually happened yet. Flask of wine does nothing. There's nothing he uh, particularly wants to do this turn. Tiffany, would you like to do anything? I would like to ready my green flame blade mm-hmm. for something to happen. Nothing's okay. happened yet. So. No, nothing's happened yet. Uh, it's Lucanu's turn. She hops down off the Mastodon, uh, and she has nothing she particularly wants to do. Pop! 
Is anything happening? Nothing has happened yet. The room is just sealed up. The Mastodon is slowly turning around, and it's about to face the images of the Spined Devils. I click my movable rod into place in the air so it can't keep turning. Okay, I see. And you want to stop the Mastodon from moving. Yeah. Okay, that'll be your turn. Yeah. You do that, and then it's Biff's turn. So it just stops mid-turn? Yes. Going to blow it up. <laughs> That's definitely going to blow it up. Hey, it can't move past an immovable rod. It's, it's right there in the name. Immovable rod. It's gonna I don't know I don't know if you can trick a trap. Biff Expose we'll find out. Biff draws his sword and ends his turn. The Mastodon grinds into the immovable rod and then begins breaking its way through the immovable rod. Son of a bitch. The force turning the Mastodon is stronger than the Mastodon's structure. And it turns through the immovable rod as the immovable rod starts digging into the creature. At that. <laughs> oh, so so the rod doesn't break. No, the rod is inside the Mastodon. The Mastodon's right like just shre- being shredded by the immovable rod as it turns. Yep. Pop, you see that the gold... That the mast the mastodon is only gold plated. Beneath you see a mummified corpse. Oh it- fuck! It's gorm. They were super specific about that in the little detail. It's true that you rest here, guard my treasure for me. Yep, he's guarding a treasure. Uh, oh well, it was worth a try. Four spined devils appear. <laughs> One of them launches itself at flask of wine. Shall we say? Uh, shall we? He just got better. It tries to latch itself onto Flask of Wine and bite him, but it fails to do so. However, it also has a strange, wicked-looking trident that it jams into Flask of Wine's chest. Then another one attacks Tiffany. Ah. Tiffany, it's kind of the same deal for you. Oh, no. Well, the creature misses with its bite, and then... Uh Uh-oh. On the rebound, your weapon bounces off your target and strikes you in the face. You have disadvantage on your next attack. He got himself in the face with his teeth? No, with the with the um, oh. spear. <laughs> Fuck, could you imagine biting so badly you bite your own eyes? He <laughs> tries to spear you similarly in the chest, fails to do so, and strikes himself in the face. <laughs> a third one streaks directly at Lucanu like a fucking missile. Oh, no. <laughs> its bite cops Lucanu in the knee, dealing maximum damage as it tears its way through her Achilles tendon. No, wait, knee. Um, Her Achilles knee. The uh, <laughs> the ACL, Adam? The, the no, kneecap? Her Achilles knee. I'm the creator of this world. I get to determine things like that. It's your Achilles, Achilles tendon and your Achilles knee. Who was Achilles? No one knows. Eight points of damage. Oh, these guys suck. That's maximum damage. Man, I'm going to rip these sons of bitches to pieces. the first ones. And then a fourth one attacks you, Pop. I'd be miss. With its bite, it can't really find purchase on you. But then, Pop, it <laughs> you, maybe, you're, maybe you're overconfident. It hasn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It bites me and I'm like, nice try, ugly fuck. And then it spears you in both of your nostrils with its trident. Oh, Fuck you. Hang on, Adam. It'd be more like this. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you 
It's really a, it's really only a little bit of a nip. You take one point of damage. I see now you fucked up because I'm angry now. Both of you know that these creatures are resistant to all damage that isn't magical or silvered. So striking them with a regular sword is not going to hurt them as much. But as hey, what about striking them with Holy Avenger? Holy Avenger is a magical weapon, so yeah, it's fine. Good. And I've got my green flame blade. blade. Your green flame I've got my green flame my green flambe. Oh, I even mistaked the joke. Mistaked. Oh no, <laughs> Cass, quick, get out of the pit that you're in. I'm going to green flame blade the monsters. Well, it's not your turn just yet, but I'll keep that in mind. I so, mistaked again. You fucked it. Flask of wine takes a five foot step back, and then drawing his bow, he plugs the creature in front of him twice. Both attacks hit. He deals a total of 22 points of damage, quotation marks. Oh, hate that. And then, Tiffany, it's your turn. You're tussling with one as well? Green flame blade. All right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I it forgot. I already prepped. I just said, yeah. You deal 14 points of damage, quotation marks. You have a spell upon... Oh, wait. Ooh, that deals fire damage. You know they're immune to fire damage. Yeah, you, unfortunately, Tiffany, are not going to be particularly helpful. <laughs> oh, I knew. But I knew that... Well, it, you I... did not... That's right, actually. Sorry, you are right. I will let you take back your attack action if you wish. Would you like to have done something else? Oh, my God. So, a lot of your attacks kind of fire-based. Except for Witch Bolt! <laughs> that's right. I would like to return to Old Faithful... I was about to say, would you like to cast it as a second level spell? It'll do slightly more damage. Yes. All right. Cass, have you missed Witch Bolt? You deal 17 points of damage. Not even quotation marks. Oh. Hey. Oh, wait, they're not immune to lightning either, are they? Nah, they're fine. Fire and poison. So that was Tiffany and Flask. It's Lucanu's turn now. She, (laughs) She starts screaming. I mean, like, it literally hurts your ears. She's screaming that loud. She gets red in the face, like a tomato red in the face. Not even figuratively. Like, she literally goes as red as a tomato as she draws her great axe. Spittle flies out of her mouth and lands on the spined devil. It looks like the spined devil itself wants to say, calm down. (laughs) Oh, my God, Pop, don't fall in love. Too late. (laughs) Can you uh, roll to see how horny I am? Not very. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in public. It's kind of a life-threatening situation. <laughs> Can you maybe- roll it again? Because I feel like I roll with advantage if it's a life-threatening situation. Mm, well, you're moderately horny. Yeah, not good. Like human average. <laughs> you're at baseline. <laughs> you're at baseline horniness right yeah, now. Yeah, good. Her first attack is pretty misplaced because she's just screaming a lot. Her screaming is literally so powerful it's throwing off her aim. But her second attack catches the creature. Uh, her weapon is not magical, unfortunately. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Also, hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that you could hear actual comedians joke circles around us and actually be funny, then do I have news for you. BigSoftTitty.png is a show by Demi Lardner and Tom Walker, where they, as my dad calls it, aren't as good as the TV show MASH because they never swore. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad won't talk to any of my co-workers, then head on down to SansPantsRadio.com and search for BigSoftTitty.png. And then, Pop, it's your turn. I'd like to use all of my attacks, Adam. I'd like to Zephyr Strike, Shigambi Power, Holy Avenger this motherfucking spined piece of shit in front of me that just put a fork in my nose. I'm not going to pull the fork out, Adam. I want to keep it there as a reminder for the mistake that he has made. Okay. So, fun fact, Holy Avenger is going to do extra damage against these creatures. So, that's good. That's good. Ah, it's Holy. Your first attack deals... All right, look. I've not started counting. An initial assessment implies that, yes, you've... Yeah, no, uh, I've done a little bit of counting. Haven't counted all of it. You kill one. Yes! You take a five-foot step. You hit a second one. All right. Uh, You haven't rolled as well this time, although you do get a pretty hefty bonus. 20... All right, yep. No, I haven't counted all of it, but you have killed a second one. Then you move on to a third one. Yes. Just before I hit this one, I'd like to say it's impolite to put forks in people's noses. (laughs) Very good. 10, 20... All right, yeah, you kill three. Great. Also, this is shaped like a dessert fork, which means you use it last. I'm going to say you kill uh, your one, you kill Lucano's one, you kill Tiffany's one, and Flusk's one is still standing. Thanks. No worries. It's Biff's turn. You've been, got, you've got a... Yeah. It's just, just to remind them of how badly they fucked up. It's not hurting. He's dead. There's one left. I'm sending a message, Tiffany. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> you, I'm somehow more exhausted than when I was fighting something. You, you fight the turtle, you get the horns I used to have on my head that are now gone. <laughs> Biff charges in, swings once, and it is badly off balance. His second attack, however, manages to catch the spined devil underneath its guard, and he deals six points of quotation marks damage. <sighs> Ah, fuck me. Am I the only one who's going to be able to do damage to these pieces of shit? Hey. Everyone else has hurt them. Witch bolt. You're just the only one who has a magical... Hey, fun fact. So, something that was just really apparent when I was handing out all the cards today, but it's extra apparent now, is let's have a look at the... the Cass, can you count the magical items you have? Three. And Pop, would you like to count your magical items? You also have an immovable rod. Four. Pop? Yep. Please. What do you want me to do? Count your magical items. Ah, oh, you know. Um, nine. You have more magical items than the rest of the party combined. Um, and I probably also have Vaughn's amulet that I don't have a thing for. Um, plus the tablets of history. I've got a beat of force. With Holy Avenger, um, anyone would be tearing through these. 
Tiffany could do a decent job with Holy Avenger. That felt rude. I'll yeah. admit that. Holy Avenger isn't a weapon that is designed for a rogue to use. I mean, I think I could do anything I put my mind to, but that's fine. I mean, I also have the Eye of Zoltek, so. You're not really in denial, Cass, but those are crocodile tears. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Adam. I just got the first part of that joke. Congratulations. <laughs> That's really... It's, oh, it's can't wait for you to tell your friends a story about how you made two good <laughs> jokes today. Uh, then it is the Spined Devil's turn, finally. The Spined Devil wheels around on Biff. Why? He calls out. He knows why. He knows what he did. And its first attack misses with its bite, and its fork attack also misses. The spined devil lays no hits upon Biff. It simply tries to stab and bite at him, but Biff merrily dances backwards. Then the golden mastodon hits the second mural. Shit. So the immovable rod hasn't slowed it down at all? Not even a little. No, it, it's just... Is it now free from the part that it has gone through? Like, imagine it's the tusks... And uh, it's gone. I was kind of imagining you put it next to its neck. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. So it'll only be free of it when it gets to the completely through its revolution. I'd say, no, no, I'd say it's free now. It's The movable rod's gone straight through its neck, destroying it. I'll get the rod back next later. It's covered in, oh, no, not really gore. The mastodon is mummified. All right, so the it hits the second mural, which flares, and then those bearded devils, some might call them, into the fray. There's three of them, and I'm going to say one of them charges up behind Biff. <laughs> why? He calls out <laughs> once again. He knows why. Man. Um, All the devils are about to fight. Do we know that they have poison and fire damage resistance? Well, Pop doesn't know about these creatures. You do know what bearded devils are, probably because, I don't know, like as a tiefling, you have encountered discrimination before <laughs> in your life. So is, I'm looking at all the things I've been called. Potentially. Very potentially. So, Oh, that's so brutal. Bearded devils are not tough, but they are tougher than the spined devils that you've been fighting so far. They are also immune to fire and poison and are also resistant to damages that are not magical. If you're interested, they're telepathic, though that doesn't mean a lot. They do have resistance on saving throws against magical spells. So while magic steel deals normal damage to them, if they need to make like a saving throw against magic, they have advantage on that. Also, so long as there are at least two of them, they will not back down. You could potentially get one on its own to back down, but while they can see another one of their own kind, they would never, it's like a sign of weakness in their culture, essentially. Also, uh, their beard can attack you, so watch out. What? Uh, Speaking of their beard can attack you, the beard tries to wrap around the back of Biff's head while the glaive that the creature wields is, uh, well, it, it, it attempts to make the glaive enter the back of Biff's, well, back. <laughs> uh, the old glaive to the back trick. They never see it coming. What's Biff's AC? And is it, ah, Biff's pretty armored. So the beard tries to wrap around Biff, but can't grab, uh, gain purchase, and the glaive slides off Biff's armor, leaving a scratch, which is good for Biff. The second one attacks you, Pop. Same deal. Oh, I've still got a fork in my nose. You are also pretty armored. 
I sure am. Ooh, just barely. The beard grabs Purchase on your shell and drags you in towards the creature, but you manage to, like, hold... With, like, your bare hands, almost, you manage to hold yourself away from the bearded devil and are able to keep yourself from also being stabbed with the glaive. The final one attacks Lucano. She's free. Ooh, Lucano has not been as lucky as either of you. The beard wraps around Lucano's neck and head, and you you hear crunching. You hear crunching. Oh, oh. don't kill my wife. And she might be poisoned. Don't kill my wife with poison. Oh, he, oh, actually, no, you hear no crunching. While she's raging, she's resistant to this damage. Oh, so she, she barbarian. takes three points of quotation marks damage. Wouldn't have known. <laughs> it's just so subtle. Yeah. Strange. I wouldn't have thought just, someone who went into a rage like that would be a barbarian. I thought she was a Hulk. <laughs> just a regular Hulk. Just a good old Hulk. The glaive has a wicked curve to it, and everyone in the room can see that it is of hellish origin. The wound that Lucano receives is bloody and awful, and you see it seeps with black ichor and with mixing with Lucano's blood. The wound continues to pump. After the glaive has left its mark, every round Lucano is going to be taking damage. Is that because she was raging and now her heart's going too fast? No, it's because of the weapon. There are so many of these things to fight. So Why many. are we doing this, Cass? Um, what? What? Excuse Oh, my God. We could have just gone somewhere nice. We had to go into this room and activate this tram. A bolt of lightning streaks past both of you, zigzagging a little bit and striking every devil in the room. When it dies down, you see flask of wine heaving heavily, like <sighs> with like static electricity slowly dissipating around him. He deals 12 points of damage to every devil in the room, destroying the last of the spined devils. And harming the bearded devils, but not killing any of them. Tiffany, it's your turn. You can go fight the one fighting Lucanu, Pop, or Biff. You um, will get sneak attack no matter which one you're attacking. Can I use my scroll of magic weapon on my rapier? You can use your scroll on your weapon. It will, well, it'll become a plus one rapier for, I forget exactly how long, but functionally for the length of the combat. That will, however, be your turn. Yep, and that'll make it magic, right? Yeah, yep. it now cool. counts as magical. So that was Tiffany's turn. It's Lucanu's turn. She lands two great blows with her great axe, dealing 19, 22 points of quotation marks damage to the one that she is fighting. This quotation mark damage is bullshit. <laughs> In what yeah. D&D world can you do quotation mark damage? Pop, it's your turn. Okay, uh, so the ones with the forks are gone. Yep, you've got the bearded ones now. You're going to take the fork out of your face? Uh, is that an action, Adam? Uh, I'd say it's a free action, essentially. You just grab it and yank. It's not tough. I rip it out of my nose and I throw it away. That happens. Great. Uh, is So the bearded one's near me? Yep. Um, I There's heft, one right next to you. Yeah, I have Holy Avenger. I look it dead in the eyes and I just say, you ready for the closest shave of your fucking life, you bearded <laughs> git? Get a good boy card. Thank <laughs> you. And then... I shave him, Adam. I shave him so good. You do. Thank God the party has you right now. Like I, mean, <laughs> like I said anyone can kind of use this weapon, but you are particularly good at it. Thank goodness. Tough. Well, you or Lucanu. Either because, one of uh, you can wield it. Shigami's well. giving me bonus fight. Bone fight. Bonus fight. All right. 
your first attack with Holy Avenger hits. And- I'm, I'm also not going to use um, Zephyr Strike because I've only got one more left, and I'm saving that for when we inevitably have to fight the last guy. That's right. You do only have one. Left. Hey, you know how after we finish this, we got to go back into that room with the cupboards? Yeah, we've got to solve a trap. With your second attack, you destroy one of the bearded devils. I shave the fuck out of them. Oh, uh, I should let you guys know. They all just turn into ash as you destroy them. Oh. oh. So as I'm sh- so shaving him, I don't even get to keep his beard as a trophy. No, uh, their weapons stay behind. So the little there's been like little clattering as the the well they're described as forks, but they look like tridents hit the floor. I guess they are kind of small for a trident, but they're tridents kind of nonetheless. They've been hitting the floor. The bearded devil, yeah, its glaive drops to the floor. Hmm, great. Uh, but the bearded devil itself disappears in a wisp of smoke. Both of you know what is happening. When you kill a devil or demon, they are sent back to the hell or the abyss. Yeah, you go back. Tell your boss you're fucked up. You've got one devil left. Which would you like to fight? The one fighting Lucanu or the one fighting Biff? Lucanu kind of looks like she has this one. Biff is probably in a bit of So a I've killed strike. one. I've got one more attack to go. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go help uh... Biff boy. No, Adam, I'm going to go help Lucano. All right. You slash at the bearded devil fighting Lucano, opening up a bloody welt behind it. The bearded devil turns around and hisses at you, which is a bit shocking. You were expe- this intent- intelligent. You were expecting sentient speech, but instead it just hisses at you. I hiss back. <laughs> Fair enough. You hiss back. I'll, I'll hiss as well. It's Biff's turn. Do we all hiss? Does everyone get an ear on the Everyone hiss? hisses. Hey. Biff lands two decent blows on his bearded devil. He's not doing poorly. Like, his fight's going a little hairy, but he he's like, he's not been touched yet. He's actually not even been hit by an attack. He's pretty well armored. So it's not necessarily, you, you've not killed Biff by doing this, but he definitely needed more help than Lucanu did. I don't, no, I'm aware. Pop. The bearded devil that you were fighting wheels around on you and slashes with its beard, which is a great line that I'm so happy oh. to say. Its beard, it wraps against your hat, but it does not pierce your hat. It's a very light blow. But then it, you realize that the beard was just an opening for its glaive and it slashes your leg, cutting open a long, bloody, deep gash that begins oozing blood and black ichor. You take 11 points of damage. And you're going to need to make a constitution saving throw. Ha, good. You pass. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> that was the bearded devils. The mastodon reaches the next mural. There is a flash. Oh, shit. There's two of them. One of them charges behind you, Pop, and starts slashing with its clawed hands and whipping at you with its spined tail. All of those blows clatter off the back of your shell and you take no damage, though you feel your sh- you feel like heavy pressure as the creature is launching itself at you. The other one conjures two balls of fire and throws both of them at Lucanu. Lucanu ducks underneath one of them and then rolls out of the way of the second one. Whew, we're okay, we're okay. It's just Flask of Wine's turn. Another burst of lightning erupts through the room. Kill the bearded boys. Beard All the bearded slice. boys take, and one of the barbed boys takes 16 points of damage. That destroys the bearded devil fighting Lucanu and Pop. 
The other one fighting Biff takes, well, that 16 points of damage. And then the barbed devil fighting Pop then takes also 16 points of damage. Tiffany, you would, are currently not engaging an enemy. I would like to charge at the one near Pop. The Which one, sorry? The barbed. The barbed? All right. Barbed near Pop and use my non-green flame blade, just the blade that is now magic. It also gives you an extra one. Uh, the magical property gives you an extra one damage for all Ooh. the... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Making a difference. A whole one. I you love deal that. 31 points of damage. Oh. Oh. That's actually... It's nothing to sneeze at, is it? A chew, no. Oh, bless you. I sneezed over here because I wasn't going to sneeze at that. Oh, no, I don't think you should. Lucanu, she's going to charge the barbed devil that hurled fire at her. Of course she is because... Rude. <laughs> Lucano's first attack was slashing into the creature's chest. She slams it in the chest and it doubles over. Her second attack is a slam into its legs and then the creature falls to its knees. Then her third attack with her axe, she buries it as deep into the creature's skull as she can. Off form, quadruple damage, and it has disadvantage on melee attacks for the next... Well, only one round, but quadruple damage. Your wife, am I right? Oh, I can't wait to marry her. How, how like Pop to love historical artifacts and fall in love with a woman who is basically a historical artifact? She deals. <laughs> 64 quotation marks points of damage. Come into the museum of my heart. <laughs> oh, Cass. Oh, I'm using that line. Kneeling to her, you're so special. You belong in a museum. This one, and I tap my chest. <laughs> that was Lucano's turn. Pop, it's yours. Uh, so now I'm going to turn on the thing that's been that attacked me and that Tiffany has injured. Yes, it's the- it's right behind me, right? The barbed the barbed devil. Yep, it's right behind you. It's right behind me, isn't it's right it? Right behind me. So I uh, I want to like skewer it and like just slide the sword through its time inches away from its face so I can talk to it real close. Your first attack, look, I could roll, but, yeah, your first attack kills it. So I'm going to stab it and I'm going to, like, basically walk my way up real close to it through the sword and just before it dies, look it dead in the eye and be like, Talismadeus, I'll see him soon. It does like that. Great. So there's the bearded devil fighting Biff and the barbed devil fighting Lucano. Who would you like to use your other two attacks on? Oh, I'm going to... Uh, you know what? Lucano actually looks like she's fine. I'm going to kill the bearded fuck. All right. Your next attack is a hit. You you kill the other bearded devil. The last bearded devil. Woo! And there's just the barbed devil, which you can hit if you want. Yeah, let's do it. All right. With your final attack... You cut off the head of the barbed devil. Hey. <sighs> Alrighty. So in your turn, you have killed, you behead three of, no, you skewer and then behead two of the devils. There is Biff's turn where there is a brief moment of respite and everything seems calm and fine. You right, horns? Yeah. And Good. then the mastodon faces the next mural. Two to go. <laughs> How does it feel watching the, I mean, not that you would have been able to ship it back, but watching this artifact get destroyed by a decision you made? Um, 
Yeah, look. Well, no, I don't want... Well, wait, is this a skull chalice? Is the skull chalice the mammoth head? Oh, no. I wrote broke it. I'm angry now. I'm going to do even more murders. How many of these are there? One? That's just one. Great. It spears you... Once again, it says fork, but it really... Oh, no, actually, this time it is more of a fork. It's only got two prongs. It deals... What the... Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. This is more of a fork. It only has two prongs. Yeah. Fork doesn't have two prongs. Fork's got four tines. Some do. Early ones did. The first forks had like two. What do you mean the first forks? <laughs> Who the fuck is the first forks? The first the first forks ever made had two. In fact, in a medieval society, your forks probably only have two tines. In a medieval society. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry, Adam. When you say probably because um, you make this world, are you telling us canonically that every fork that we have encountered is only two tines? Typically. The more tines typically would refer or would explain someone more well to do. So you actually probably have seen tines larger than four. I mean, you've only got tines more than four. Yeah. You've got eight tine forks in your big palace. I do. To make something small and delicate like a fork as we know it is kind of difficult to do. And it's like a lot of extra effort for not a lot of extra benefit. So the general populace probably only have like two tine forks, whereas. Yeah, in a castle you might have four tines if you thought it was if you if you wanted to be fancy. That's amazing. Um, have it known that when Tiffany looks upon this devil with the two tined big fork, Tiffany thinks, "Oh, there are tines missing because she's privileged." <laughs> <laughs> so the first attack does thirty six points of damage to you, Pop. The second attack does thirty two points of damage, and then the lights go out for you, Pop. Its third attack is directed at Lucano. I thought I was doing real well there, guys. I thought uh, Lucano takes 22 points of damage and needs to make a constitution saving throw. Well, at least she'll die together. Oh, she fails that as well. That sucks. Um, as Does she, though? Oh, my God, Tom. She's my All wife. Right. You spend one of your good boy cards? Yeah, she succeeded on a saving throw. throw. Well, she's kind of party tank right now, so yeah, no, you that... do actually want to keep her alive. Oh, definitely. I'm she, dead. You're really going to... Oh, no. Pop. Oh my fucking god, are you gonna die? Oh my god. So every round, you're still taking damage from that glaive. That's two failed saving throws every round. And if you roll a failed saving throw, then in next turn you're done. Hey, you know how I said uh Oh my god. I'll I'll see the monarch of hell soon. It's, I meant it. It's gonna be really fucking soon, Pop. I thought I had, I thought I had more health. Is this the last treasure Pop will ever seek? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chot. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>